space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trek Mate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. Hello everybody, my name is Jude Hawkins. And Wayne, what a bloody awesome new intro that was. We have got another special intro and I hope that you all enjoyed it. I'm sure they did. When Wayne sent that to me in a text or WhatsApp, whatever it was, I was just like, he didn't, and that you didn't tell me what it nope. was. And I was just like, how the hell did you get that? And when did you get that? That is so cool. That's I'm going to be loving that forever. Like for me, this is a historical Trekmate moment, to be honest. I'm so <laughs> proud to be part of it sort of thing. Well, that's it. The Jean-Luc Picard intro was already there when you came on board. And now oh, and I love that. Yeah. yeah, and now we've got... But I think I might rotate them. I might do one week of Picard, one week of Spock. And rotating just, them. Re- just retell the story for anyone who's just started listening this week or they missed last week's episode, like what, what we're actually talking about. Well, what happened is in the last episode, if you missed the last episode, is... Whilst discussing Star Trek Resurgence, uh, Jude and I was complimenting the game on what an amazing uh, Spock they had and how the voice actor for Spock is just absolutely spot on. He was we were so impressed. I thought it might have been AI. Jude thought it might have even been recorded when Nimoy was still alive or something. Yeah, Yeah. it's a possibility, but it was a long would have been a long time. Yeah. And whilst as we do on the podcast, well, as I always do on the podcast, I ended up Googling to find out. As we're doing the podcast. Don't (laughs) don't do anything in advance. No, we never do any prep. Where's the fun in that? Um, yeah. And whilst finding out who it was, the name straight away smacks me in the face because it was the name of the same gentleman who done our Captain Picard intro. It was the wonderful Piotr Michael. And it's like 10 years ago, right? It was 10. Literally, I, to find yeah. his contact details, I went back in my emails and it was nearly 10 years ago. It was this month, 10 years I, ago. I still I still get a buzz out of listening to him doing Sean Luke Picard, to be honest. All these years, the same one. Mm-hmm. When I actually download our thing and listen to it myself, every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I'm so glad we have that on there. But to have him now doing the same thing as Spock, I was just like, that is 
excuse my French, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, and it just that's the thing. And after realizing it was him, I sent him an email just really explaining how much we thought he had done an amazing job, and he yeah, really, he really done Leonard Nimoy proud. He brought Spock back oh, to we life. We don't have to explain that to the listeners listening right now because they've just heard him. I'm mm-hmm. sure everyone else has just thought like, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, and I threw in in the email, I was like, it may be cheeky, but, but because yeah. I said to him, you might remember us from like 10 years ago, I got you to make this intro. He's like, yeah, I do remember. And then I said, and it might be cheeky, but if you ever fancy doing an intro for us uh, with Spock in, like, as well, then uh, we'd be most appreciative. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And he, I can't believe it. I, I'm so happy for that. Yeah. What a legend. Like, I, I really look forward to speaking to the guy, but uh, we've got to wait a little while. Yeah. It sounds as if like it will happen, but uh, in due time. Yeah, that's it. He, he's agreed to uh, come on and talk about all of his past work as well as talking about Star Trek Resurgence. And mm. um, so, it, but because of the actor's strike, he currently can't do podcasts. So once things are settled, he's happy to come on board and chat with us. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. But what amazed me though was when we was recording last week is just how many. Well, it wasn't even uh, last uh, during the podcast, I don't think, because I, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you after recording when I was laying in bed, going like, "Look at how many." Oh, it's CV. Oh God, it's crazy. Oh, I can't. I, I can. I can only remember one thing on the CV, which was uh, Rufus in the latest Bill and Ted film, where they yeah. obviously the actor has passed away. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, but I know there was all sorts on there, all sorts well, of computer games and animations and so many things that all of us definitely but, but just love. classic characters, yeah, that we've all geeked out to, and also some like well-established shows that we all uh, might watch. But he's just voiced many supporting. Then, if if you've got it in front of you, uh, he's voiced a whole bunch of characters from the new series of Beavis and Butthead. He's, oh nice oh god that's good yeah that's he's for me. even if it's the new stuff i look forward to that yeah uh in a new i'm assuming this is going to be uh, oh yeah no is in a new harry potter video game magic awakened he's going to be on that as well he's nice. done m- multiple voices in diablo 4 um mm-hmm. yeah it's big yeah he's been in star wars young jedi adventures uh which is a tv series uh, he yeah. was he was in a game that you was addicted to. Uh, it doesn't say what characters, but he was in Hogwarts Legacy. Oh no, I see. I'd like to find out who he was. Yeah, I did really get into that for a while. Yeah, uh, people like the Call of Duty uh, games. He's in them. Um, yeah, also... it doesn't get much bigger than that. I mean, I'm not a fan, but it's uh, it doesn't get much bigger than that, really. He was the shuttle computer voice in Star Trek Discovery for three episodes. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not a Discovery fan, but that's pretty damn cool to to, to get that mm-hmm. far. He done voices for uh, the Marvel uh, series What If. 
Yes, yeah, I've heard of that. I've not watched any of it yet, but mm-hmm. I look forward to it. A game that That's I absolutely cool. adore, Psychonauts 2, who is in that. Yeah, uh, I know that one. Yeah, he's uh, he was an, uh, doing narration for a TV advert that appeared in WandaVision as well. Nice. Um, yeah, that was an excellent program. As you said, he voiced Rufus for Bill and Ted Face the Music. Oh, uh, that is so cool. He voiced Perry White for Superman Man of Tomorrow, uh, like wow. an animated show. Uh, he was in Doom Eternal. He was in The Outer Worlds. he done multiple voices over four episodes of The Family Guy. That's just crazy, isn't it? It's just all these mega geeky things, which if we were voice actors, this is exactly the CV we would want, really. <laughs> Oh, and he's done narration for an episode of The X-Files and Young Sheldon. Wow. And That's crazy. So, they're, honestly... And he's doing our podcast for free. Yeah. I know that yeah, I'll just do that. Yeah, don't worry about paying me. Like, fucking hell, that's that's awesome. He's done, He's got over 120 credits to his name on things if that he's If he's listening, in. thank you, Piotr or Peter, as I call all Piotras I meet. <laughs> yeah. We, we did legend, debate before mate. the show whether it was Piotr or Peter, but I, I've, I'm i sure that Piotr wouldn't mind. Uh, I wait, and I will get clarification when I talk to him in person yeah, in the future. But you are a legend, buddy. Thank you so much for that new intro and the old one years ago. Yeah. Honestly. Really appreciate it. Such a nice and guy so to be willing to do that. Oh yeah! Oh, and the animated series uh, Love, Death, and Robots. He was in that as well. Yes, I did watch that. Yeah, yeah. that was very good. So it's just honestly, I could just keep on going and pointing at things. Go, look at that! So he's honestly, his yeah. credits are incredible, and we are so lucky to have somebody as gifted as him be so kind to us for our interest. Yeah, yeah I can't believe it. I was shocked. That was such a good bit of. Uh... Trekmate news for us. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because we, well, Trekmate's uh, been gifted with kindness when it comes to uh, intros Definitely. and music. Because without Rick being as kind as he is, we wouldn't have had our iconic intro. And then mm-hmm. Piotr stepped it up a gear when he done our Picard, and now we've got I'm Spock. Old. Yes, and now we've oh, got Spock. and and stick around, people like. Uh, there will be an outro as well. Yeah, he's, he's recorded a little a something outro. for the end. So yeah, uh, honestly, I'm, and he I didn't even ask for it. He just did it. He's he's so cool. This guy. He's uh, we really really yeah. I can't wait to talk him. to him. And we. Uh, I tell you what, if he lives in Europe, he's coming to whatever it is, um, Sci-Fi Palooza Four. <laughs> in, I think. 2026. I think he's in America. I think he's in America. Oh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> maybe a Skype call. Yeah. So no, <laughs> we um honestly just well really, they did really that really with, uh, one of the destination Star Treks with Leonard Nimoy. So we can yeah. have Sci-Fi Palooza Four. Like we've got a Skype call with a lemon Leonard Nimoy impersonator. <laughs> yeah. He's well. No, no he played and Spock. Everything impersonator. Yeah. He no. did. Yeah, no, he that's he's, he's, he is a Spock. 
He is a Spock. So one of what is it like four or five Spocks? Yeah, I don't know how many other Spocks have maybe been voiced in video games. I suppose yeah, there could have been a few in the games over the years. But it's but, a uh, very small number. It is a small number, and he's a very good one. He's a, a very, very good, good one. one. And some would argue a much closer representation than some of the later Spocks we got on screen. So oh, definitely, yeah, the JJ Spock, uh, whatever his name is. I mean, I know he tried his best, but uh, Quinto, Zachary Quinto. That's it. Yeah, he's a good actor and everything, but um, you know, uh, I don't know. When we got the new, I don't know the name of the actor from Strange New Worlds, but after a few episodes, I was like, I love this guy. Oh, I accept this guy. Sorry, yeah, he is brilliant. Yeah, he's really, really good. So yeah, no. So once again, just can't thank Piotr enough, and uh, I think I will. Um, what do you think, dude? I think rotate picard and spock i think that's fair yeah give it we can't we can't leave picard at the wayside also just give him another email just say do you, do you know any other do you star do trek do you do odo do you do kirk <laughs> <laughs> do you do frakes i don't suppose Riker. you've got a bacula have you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no no I, I'm happy with the two that we've got, and I know when not to push my luck. So, oh, I, I was so impressed with that. Like, I showed uh, my wife Sarah, and she's just like, "Okay, uh, whatever." But I'm just like, "This is amazing! This is historical stuff right here." <laughs> this this day will go down in history. It, yeah, as in my mind, anyway. Well, I'm glad, and that's the thing. I. I purposely kept it secret from you until I had it yeah, in thanks. the bag waiting to go. So no, I, I like it that way around. It, it was a very cool surprise. I, I didn't know what, you know, I just saw that it was an audio message. It's like, what's this going to be? And I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I think I'd probably had a bit of a bad day. I was just tired as well. And just when listening to that at like six o'clock, seven o'clock, it's just like, yes, that is cool. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm glad that Piotra could make you so happy. So, yes, thank you both. Yes. So, oh, uh, funnily enough, I was uh, gonna say to you, uh, have with Destination Trek coming up, I mm. I went on to. Oh my like, God, it's been such an awkward subject in my house. I think my wife is sick of me talking about it. Oh really? Where there's all these. Yeah, because there's all these people there that I want to meet. Mm-hmm. You know the story. The people listening, long-time listeners know the story. I want to buy a bunch of photo shoots. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be burnt again But like I have been other years where you buy the photo shoots and then two days later the people cancel or you find out they were never actually booked in the first place. Well, like, I want to support the event. I'm go- I-, I am going. I am going to go just for the Saturday. And I want to meet, actually, probably the majority of the people they've got there. Um, But I'm not willing to pay for the pictures unless I know they're coming, you know? To be honest, I think you'll be safe paying for it on the day. I I actually, I don't normally post on social media, but I was on um, a a group page earlier on Mm -hmm. today. uh, When I uh, I was working at a really shitty place this morning... And I found a 
quiet toilet to go to a mm-hmm. post on this group page called destination star trek friends i know the which group. is actually yeah. yeah there's like two groups that i'm a member of um mm-hmm. one of them is that one where it seems like a genuine group of people where the title explains it yeah and the other group is a group which is clearly run by destination star trek themselves which i think they just call it destination star trek birmingham or mm. or destination star trek 2023 or something I'm where a member of that group it's not worth being a member because everything anytime anyone says something questions anything they're shot down gets taken they? down yeah gets yeah shot down taken down torn apart you know oh how dare you you know criticize this that and the other but uh the destination star trek fans like people are just being a bit more honest no one's no one's uh being horrible or anything they're just saying questioning stuff you know mm-hmm. and i did the same thing today i just put a post that just said and i knew the answer but i just kind of wanted it was almost like a survey i just wanted to see what people would say mm-hmm. i just said you know i'm just curious are the photo tickets going to be on sale at the event itself because i just noticed today just like the last time we went uh they've changed the ticket page to say all sales are final on the 18th of august so mm-hmm. that will be uh the thursday or the friday before it happens so mm-hmm. that means i can't buy my tickets um uh without you know if these guys aren't going to turn up i'm not going to know so I, mm-hmm. and that's exactly and last time I bought Tim Russ tickets, I bought Roxanne Dawson and a bunch of others, like two or three days before the thing, because I thought, okay, they've not announced cancellations from these guys, so I think I'm safe now. I travelled to London uh, uh, to a hotel where you were going to pick me up from in the morning, and I think the night of the Friday, it was like, Tim Russ is not coming, this person's not coming, this person's not coming, it's just been revealed they were never going to do it in the first place, but mm-hmm. it was heartbreaking. I was just like, I've just spent hundreds of pounds on this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me all these people, which is the only ones I paid for. None of them are bloody coming. So, but Showmasters, or now they're calling themselves a different name, Global Comic Con, I think. They won't give you refunds. They won't give you cash refunds mm-hmm. to the card you paid it off. They'll give you credit towards another show another photo or whatever Mm -hmm. it was so last year and not last year 2021 i think it was wasn't it yeah that's why i ended up buying a bunch of photos i bought like two photos for max credentric two photos on the bridge two photos with john billingsley Mm -hmm. it was all last minute um where i i just thought i don't want to hold on to this money because i know that they make people wait I've looked into the uh, small print and the terms and conditions. It's two years, mm-hmm. two years before they even consider giving you money back. And I just think that's insulting. It's it's yeah. not fair. Why no. should they hold on to people's money for that long? It's true. And But the thing is, mate, I think a lot of people are feeling the same way. And I think you'll be perfectly safe waiting mm-hmm. until on the day's pay because... I looked at the event I looked at the event page on Facebook and you know where people can mark themselves as going or interested in going to the event 
going to the event, only 157 people have marked themselves as going. Wow. And 236 have marked themselves as interested. And and you know what? I bet a lot of those 236 are like me, where they've even bought a bloody ticket, mm. but they don't. But they don't even know if they're going because I've been like that for months. Where I've been like, yes, I paid 35. I thought it was less, but I paid 35 pounds mm-hmm. for a one-day ticket. But for months, I've been questioning, like, is it even worth me going to this bloody thing? Mm-hmm. If I'm just going to be annoyed when I get there, but uh, but no, I'm going to try it. Like. There's lot, going to be lots of vendors and stuff to do there, which is uh, no thanks to the organiser, in my opinion. No. All, all these people are nice, good people, and they'd turn up to anything. Well, the, well, the Any thing is, right, event. say if... Obviously, not everyone uses Facebook. Not everyone would mark no, themselves as going no, to an don't. event. So, say if only 10% of people you have marks it has used the facebook event as Mm -hmm. saying they are going that's still under two thousand people yes so i think i'm it'll be interesting to hear from you next week what the numbers were like you an honest account and and i'm i'm gonna be optimistic and positive while i'm there as well i'm only there for the day but i'm gonna try and make the most of it but also, I'm. Do you know what? I don't care about airing certain things in public now. Um, years ago, when we put on the first trek on, mm. I was contacted by uh, when I was speaking with people from Showmasters, mm. and they turned around and said, "Look, CBS are really protective of their copyrights, and mm-hmm. they really go after people." when they're using certain things and like with your event event being called trek on obviously it got people's attention because it's got trek in the name obviously (laughs) trek can't be copyrighted however be very careful that you're not offering things that cbs consider protected like don't use images from the cbs shows and don't uh, don't have like uh like like say set pieces or things yeah. that that you are advertising as we have this bridge we have that bridge because uh cbs are very very protective of that and we're just helping you out we're just looking after you yeah and you know what they're no longer an official star trek event yet yeah. all their fucking posts contain is nothing but cbs pictures uh, mm-hmm. all over it all the pictures from the show and then all their advertising at the moment and the only reason why they've got this shit is because fan groups are bringing it is like i know it's like the uss rikers beard bringing their little bridge that they have and their shuttlecraft yeah. and which they would do for any small trek convention and well, they go around to even non-trek conventions putting it on yeah and don't get me wrong the crew of the rikers beard they're great guys i've watched some of their Definitely. stuff they're very funny guys and i think they do a great job raising money for different causes so yeah. i'm not in any way saying anything about those guys but i just find it hypocritical that showmasters these were the it, it wasn't cbs that had a problem it was fucking showmasters yeah. Why would CBS be chasing after stuff like that? 
They haven't got the time to do that stuff with tiny little conventions around the fucking UK. They don't care. No. Why was, would they? No, it was fucking CBS that had... Not CBS, it was fucking Showmasters that had that issue. Um, yes. Were getting their back up because this tiny little convention in fucking arse end of nowhere was having uh, they, a they Star sent Trek guest. very horrible messages and stuff to... Uh, um, what was it? FCD. Yeah. When they were putting on conventions, when they were trying to do simple things like makeup and, mm-hmm. uh, and just what you're saying, like little sets and stuff, and they were really very threatening with them, as far as I remember. Yeah. I so don't know if it everyone. Was fucking show monsters. Yeah. It wasn't CBS that were fucking having a go at FCD and like were giving a friendly uh, recommendation to us. It was fucking showmasters. But also, we also have known and known and exposed. Well, it's not exposed because it's public knowledge, really. But how uh, showmasters or the organisers, owners of showmasters, have loved to blame CBS for all sorts. CBS Paramount. Mm-hmm. But they never take responsibility for the bad stuff, the negative stuff. They can't own up. They can't put their hands up to anything that they've done wrong. Mm -hmm. But they're happy to point fingers at other people. Yeah, absolutely. All the time, straight away. And that's what it's just made me funny because, like, obviously they're they're lacking on things that they can do um, at Destination Trek themselves so they're getting all of the fans finally after however many years of turning around saying you need to be doing this you need to be doing yeah. that now they've got hosts of i don't even know the fucking podcasts but it's like it, it i'm sure that they're great guys i i'm sure that they will do great and have fun and good for them for hosting things and this is yeah because, I had great time hosting panels and I'm everything sure else over the years. I'm sure they would have had us, us back this year. Um, but I think I've said it to you privately and publicly on here. Like, I wouldn't have been comfortable with that this year. No. Like, you don't really want to be associated with it at this point. It's like, if you're at your lowest moment, no offense to, to the guys who are getting involved, you know, I do, I do say well That's done fine. them. I understand yeah. why they're doing it. Yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I didn't want to like join back in and just say like, oh, it's Trek mate again. You know, like, like the, fuck that. Not this year. The thing is, we've probably also, not any to be fair, but you know what I mean. And also, probably after this podcast as well. Like, we, I don't think in good consciousness well, because, we could. No, because of the things that we say. You know, I, I was actually saying this to my wife earlier on, like that the world or sort of the the internet world like everything has to be black or white you have to be far left or far right like no one's allowed to be in the fucking middle anymore which is exactly where i consider myself to be and yourself we're just giving an opinion we're not far mm-hmm. to the left we're not far to, not shitting all over something for the sake of shitting on something and i'm not going to blindly praise something and go oh it's fucking amazing i'm just in the middle just saying yeah i want to like this thing I want this thing to be the best it can, but there's some problems. Here are the problems. Mm-hmm. But like the moment some people start saying these are the problems, this is what's wrong with that thing. It's like you're a fucking hater. You're bad. It's like no, I'm not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to point out 
but you know people have problems like and this company or these companies what keep putting on these uh events like they have their faults and yeah i'm not going to just ignore them on on a an, on a star trek podcast when we're talking about a star trek convention in the uk like but yeah no. i want it to be great I, I hope it is great for everyone and i hope it turns into something better in the future but we'll see yeah no that's the thing i hope it goes well not, uh, for the fans sake i want them to have a good time but at the same time uh i'll i, I don't see all of uh, all of the shit that they're putting out now i think has been an afterthought of oh god yes of course it has been like, Look, oh, they've, shit, had a, we need to they've had a bloody year to sort this stuff out and everything's like in the last few weeks i'm, I'm just going to say it once because we may you know there may never be a big star trek event well this arguably isn't big, but there may never be a big Star Trek event in the UK for years. Because I thought there wasn't going to be until that was announced. But I'm just going to give my opinion. Like, I don't care if it's controversial or I'm considered a hater or whatever. But before, during, and well, it's not after yet, but at this point, I kind of wish a different company had picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other companies in the uk that have been on the rise with their uh, conventions and their companies um where they book things and do things in different ways i kind of wish one of them had picked up the star trek thing because mm-hmm. it doesn't we've been saying it for last year it doesn't have to be official like this isn't official mm-hmm. you can still do it um it's just having the equity behind us because that's it. we know how much Jason's put down because he's put that in one of his midnight yes. rants. Yeah, that, I know. God. That he went on. It's funny how some people miss that stuff. Yeah. Actually, it, we were doing a podcast whenever it was last week where we were having a bit of a rant, a bit of a moan. Oh, no, you're still there. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. You've disappeared off my screen. and but, Oh, there you are. No, I'm here. Um, and then I think I even... Um, text you at like one fifteen in the morning saying there's nothing like a you know post midnight jason joiner ran and i was like oh i think wayne's gonna think i was talking about the pod we just yeah, recorded I was. and I, I wasn't i was referring to the fact that he's just got online <laughs> at like one ten in the morning and gone you fucking star trek fans the only reason all this stuff is not what is because of you we haven't got more bigger guests because you keep moaning and you're not buying the tickets, you bloody Star Trek fans. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I put £400,000 at risk. <laughs> he makes me laugh sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah, but mate, I wish we all had four hundred grand to fucking lay <laughs> yeah. down on a convention and give it a go. I mean, hell. But seriously, like I just said, I I wish some other organizer would just go like, yeah, we'll take a punt on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I've okay, I'm just gonna say I've said I must have said it on this show before. I've said it to you. I don't believe Jason is a big Star Trek fan. I think he's seen the movies, sort of casually likes some of the old TOS movies. Not that big a fan. Mm-hmm. I think he likes movies in general. He likes being involved in, you know, becoming friendly with the the stars of movies in general. But I don't think he's a, a Trekkie, a Trekker, a what proper he, Trek fan. No, what he loves is he loves Star Trek fans' money. 
Oh, of course. That's what he loves. I think he's alienated himself so much with so many of the actors that I think it would have benefited the UK fans to have a different company come in and just say like, yeah, we'll have a go on that. And I don't even care if they're not big Star Trek fans either. Just Mm -hmm. the fact that they're new people approaching these actors and just saying like, hey, we've got money. We'll give you the money. We'll give you all this money up front. We'll pay for your flights. Mm-hmm. You know, you just come along. We'll make the money from the autographs and the photographs. You've already got your down payment. Mm-hmm. But he does Showmasters, Global Comic Con. They don't work that way. Um, no. But he's already alien. And I'm, I'm not saying anything controversial or wrong here. Like, it's facts. And like, also, it's out there. The justification for the prices that he's charging. Sorry? I said, how can he justify for the prices that he's charging for some of the packages? The packages. Oh, I feel sorry for those guys. I really do. That should have been eliminated with this con. Like, I, I get why that was there in the past, the mm-hmm. packages. I even purchased one one year, and I didn't even need to because I ended up joining Trekmate later that year, and then you were like, oh, you could have just got in for free anyway. I was like, oh, never mind. I bought it. But it wasn't too... It wasn't thousands, it was just hundreds mm-hmm. at that time. Um, but for this one, yeah, oh God, I'd be feeling that if, I, if I'd bought one of them. If I'd bought, paid even hundreds or thousands, I'd be like, oh my God, what have I just paid that for? What have I done? And also, I think the only reason why he's uh, really highlighting like panels and things like that that uh, fan groups are going to be doing is because... The actors ain't going to be able to talk about Star Trek. No, they're not. So how much would he have gave a shit about that, the fans? Um, that video I tagged you into. The old oh. Simpsons one. On Facebook? Yeah. No, I didn't. No. Oh, no, so it wasn't Simpsons. Family Guy. It's where, like, Stewie and um, Brian go to a Star Trek convention. No. And no, they just and Stewie this. just it's a next generation uh, reunion, and Stewie can't wait to hear uh, the panel of mm-hmm. uh, the, the reunion of TNG, and every single fan in the audience is just like, oh, I, I've got a wart on my bum, Jonathan Frake. Could you recommend what cream I use to get rid of a wart on my bum? Oh, Gates McFadden, like. Uh, Every time I do my washing, the stains aren't coming out. Could you recommend? <laughs> it's just all stuff like that. And Stewie's just going, what the fuck? Will someone just ask a Star Trek question? What is going on? That was written by somebody who has been to a convention <laughs> and suffered through <laughs> the unplanned questions yeah, from I the crowd. Yeah, I into it because, because someone had posted it to one of the groups, you know, just saying, like, this is going to be our reality this year. And yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No sh- no shadow of a doubt. And, well, we won't have long to find out how it went and get your feedback. Yeah, I, uh, despite everything I'm saying, I am looking forward to it for that one day. I honestly, wish, honestly wish that I do, it did have the money to come along just to see you and meet up with other Star if Trek it wasn't fans. the fact that I'm going away, because my parents live uh, north of Birmingham, mm-hmm. um, if it wasn't for the fact that I'm taking my family to see my parents and then we're 
going to like Alton Towers and Warwick Castle and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If I was just going up for the day, I'd pick you up and bring you along with me just yeah. for the day. But I'm not. I'm traveling from the north south down to Birmingham, so it wouldn't work. But yeah, no, honestly, I just can't justify. In fact, I even, I, I'd even had a hotel booked at one point where I was saying you can have mm-hmm. the other bed, but I've cancelled it now. I was like, fuck it, I want my 60 quid back. I'm not staying at that hotel now. There's no point putting in extra money. No, I'm don't... not getting drunk at uh, Destination Star Trek. I'll stay sober and go back to my mum and dad's. Save yeah. 60 quid. <laughs> <laughs> every Trekkie's lifelong story. I'm going to stay sober <laughs> and go back to my mum and dad's. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, uh, I I hope it goes well. I'm looking I'm I'm looking forward to seeing videos of things going on. And I think I would have wanted to have, like taken stuff to get signed, but maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year, because... If that poster wasn't so massive behind you, I would have said, I'll take your Voyager poster and get um, Ethan. Yeah, no, I do appreciate that. But at the same time, I want to get it done myself yeah, as well with a do. lot of these yeah. autographs. And I don't think he's turning up anyway. I've always had him on my list as, like, he's not turning up. Mm-hmm. He's one of those, just like the Voyager cast 2021, like, he's not coming. No, but I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. If he's there, I'll get a photograph with him. I'm also going to get him to sign a picture of uh, Neelix. But uh, mm-hmm. but there's a couple of them where I'm just like they're not coming. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. So, June God, I... we've ranted for a long time there. We have ranted. We we do these. That's the thing. We could be like Trekmate colon. We hate show monsters podcast. <laughs> I really don't. It's just I just like to speak the truth and like to help people. Yeah. That really is where I'm coming from when, when I get stuck into these rants. No, exactly. But like, it has bothered me this week. I know it sounds silly, but all these Star Trek actors being announced for this event, I've been like, Yeah, I wanna buy their photo. I wanna buy a photo with the two girls from Strange New Worlds. I, I wanna get an autograph from walter and all this sort of stuff it's like i can't pay for it in advance like, i feel like a mug yeah. because i'm just going to be awarded another fucking voucher i don't want a voucher what's the saying for me once, for me once shame on you exactly. for me twice shame on me yeah and he's fooled several of us many times and like i, I just can't do it anymore yeah so, so it's... i'll get on the day just hope that they've got a good amount of staff on that stall selling the photo tickets. Because I, I, I said to Sarah today, like if they've got a massive queue and I get in that queue and they're like, oh, sorry, JG Hertzler sold out. Sorry, this other person sold out. you are like, well, that's your loss. I'll meet him another time. But yeah. you've not made that money now. Mate, honestly, looking at those Facebook numbers, I'm not sure how busy it will be. Whether that's an accurate representation of things or not i don't know but even... i think it's a lot of people like me where they're just like they they'll have tickets but they're just like i'm not buying the photo tickets no way but say if that was even five percent of people not ten percent even five percent of people yeah. that's not even four thousand people so compared to previous conventions it would look a lot of people because it's only in the hotel 
but compared and it's to even a small events. space as well but b- between you and some other people that had also done the same thing as you i don't know if we ever said it on the pod where people had rung up yourself mm-hmm. included the hilton to say how many events what events have you got going on on these dates and they'd be like well this room isn't available this room isn't available but we can't tell you what's going on because that's their business yeah and we worked out but like okay well they're not using the main bit they're using much smaller bits Mm -hmm. so uh, at the end of the day i don't know how much room they've actually got but it's not as much as they could be using that's for sure no destination track haven't booked the entire uh, no, because there's other stuff going on. We know that. Yeah, there's yeah, like so. two other events going on. It's just a hotel. It's not one of these massive places like no. XL or something. So it might seem busy just because the venue is so small. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. That's that's for sure. Um, so Jude and I were going to discuss episode 10 of season one of strange new worlds um but considering that has quite a big crossover with um balance of terror from the original series student i thought it might be fun this episode to actually do a watch along of uh balance of terror so that we've got that fresh in our mind before discussing episode 10 of uh strange new worlds next week yeah so so if anyone if anybody wants to watch uh balance of terror uh with us we're gonna line it up we're gonna get it on zero minutes so that everybody's ready to just press play but i will have audio up so people can listen and hear exactly what is uh, going on but we will obviously wait for one of jude's uh famous countdowns Uh, and hope that my app my dodgy app thing doesn't screw up oh and Mm -hmm. can i just say um just a reminder to our patreons whoever's still hanging on there Mm -hmm. we did record one but we got four fifths of the way through Mm -hmm. of uh, star trek generations and the internet just screwed up so me and wayne just want to record that very last bit for Mm -hmm. everyone stick it on the end and then we'll put that out very soon so we're going to get together finish that that. and then yeah uh, get out the next one as quick as possible because we really do appreciate your support so it it does mean a lot so uh if everybody uh wants to pause the podcast go and get balance of terror on whatever streaming device or dvd blu-ray that you've got it on Uh, We're going to be watching that now. If not, you can just happily uh, listen along with us on the show. Yeah, I do that. I listen to some pods where they do watch-alongs and I just let them talk me through it. So I was saying to Wayne before we started, um, I've got a dodgy app and I am three seconds in on mine and I've got the Enterprise tiny, tiny, tiny on the screen approaching. So unlike Jude, what, I'm what, on zero dot zero zero zero. So what have you got on your screen? Black. Pure black. Black. So so how about when you give us the countdown? You yourself you do the delay. you do the count. Okay. Okay, or I'll do a countdown and you can play, but then, and then you, you wait, tell me like as soon as seconds. you see the enterprise tiny and then you say go. Or and you then I'll just count two seconds and then press play on yours, because then it would have caught up. Well, you just tell me now. I'll do the countdown, but then you say now. 
when you can see the Enterprise tiny. <laughs> Just to confuse yeah? things for listeners. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> okay, so everybody, to clarify how this is so, going to work. So for all you mugs that pay for Netflix, I'm going to count down <laughs> We're going to go on three, two, one, go. And then when you hear me say now, that is just for Jude's benefit. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, just just point at me then. If you don't want to say now and confuse people, just point at me. No, it's fine. I've got my now ready. Okay. Right. So uh, so we're going to be watching Balance so of Terror. All the DVD and Netflix watchers. For everybody who can be asked to go to zero zero zero, unlike Jude. We're going to be going on. I'll go to zero zero zero. No, if you want no, me no, to. no. It's fine. Ready? Do you count Three, down? Three, two, one, play. Now. Okay. Yeah, I think that works. Okay. So you're so seeing the guy now walking. Oh, for fuck's sake, it froze. Don't worry, I'll catch up with you. Keep yours going. I I can hear yours, which is good. So, like, the thing is, when uh, Jude and I was discussing uh, beforehand, it's been some time since both of us have watched Balance of Terror. And I'd totally forgotten that there was also a wedding at the beginning of Balance of Terror, just like there is in uh, episode 10. Because, obviously, we're going to talk about it in future, about what uh, happens in Strange New Worlds. Yes, I I was completely a fool when we were discussing uh, episode 10 of season 1. A strange new worlds earlier on where you were like oh it's it's all from bad to terror it's like what is it what well, i knew it was referencing something but i just couldn't quite work it out but uh, i've been saying Since for a while i need to first wooden vessels all shipmasters have had yeah. one happy privilege that of uniting two people in the is he talking to scotty now on so yours here no no he's he's uh he's uh Doing the uh, actual ceremony. In accordance with our laws, not many beliefs. Mine is just all over the place. Would you like to restart, you? No, no, I'll just try and catch up because I can hear you. So I've got a red alert, sounds like I'm there. I'm happy to edit this part and restart. No, honestly, I'm sure people will find it amusing. So they went from the wedding to a red alert. Yeah. So they they were about to have the wedding, and then they go and get into the red alert because something bad is going on. Okay, you're now on the normal type. Who needs official? Okay, right. I'm on the titles now. I can hear your titles. Starring William Shatner. 
I'm trying to get ahead of you so then I can... Leonard Nimoy as Mr. Spock. Oh, God, yours is nearly finished, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Have you seen the Enterprise again? The Enterprise is approaching. Okay, we're pretty close. Okay. Are we good now, Jude? Good enough. Okay, so... Yeah, that's close enough. I can hear her on your side and see her on mine. See, the... So many things like were like for like then like Spock uh, being in command of the bridge when Kurt comes up. I just gotta say I love Spock from Strange New Worlds and Ahura. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, he, he does so. It's such a brilliant job. This really is. It, it, obviously, it's one of the most iconic uh, TOS episodes because there's so much threat, yet not too much actually physically going on. Like this is the regard. first um, encounter with the Romulans, is that right? It is the very first encounter with the Romulans. So this is when we're first getting all of the information about like the neutral zone and... How this yeah. old war had, uh, like Romulan war had taken place, and they haven't, uh, they never even saw the Romulans before. So they don't know what they looked like, and they don't realize that the Romulans are actually Spock's dad. One thing I guess I didn't know when watching TOS or Strange New Worlds is Spock's supposed to somehow not know either, or. No, 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 the Vulcans had no clue. Wow. How does that even happen? Well, they were, uh, like, just a group that left the Vulcans and went off to, like, live their own lives. But Mm. that's what we would have got more from with, like, Enterprise, I think. Yeah. Oh, God, I love Star Trek when it's good. Mm -hmm. Those screens look so shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a good way. (laughs) Good. My command orders on this subject are precise and unviable. No act, no provocation would be considered sufficient reason to violate the zone. We may defend ourselves, but if necessary, to avoid interspace war, both these outposts and this vessel... Sorry, we're doing our usual checkmate thing when we enjoy something. Well, no, what I was doing was letting... Because that was a little bit of uh, important exposition there from Kurt. That... No matter what, they're not allowed to show any sort of sign of aggression or uh, defy the neutral zone. Otherwise, it's considered an act of war.
really looks so def- different to yeah. Shatner. Well, obviously, he's fucking nearly 100 years old now. But... And even just that line there uh, to the helmsman, really hitting it, like when he's saying, like, oh, I had family that lost their lives in that war. Like, we've, mm-hmm. we've got to do something. He's like, that was their war, not your war. Like, how? Yeah. Just in, like, today's day, well, back then, it would have been, like, so I suppose at that point in time, it would have been the Germans. It would have been like, don't hold resentment against the Germans because of what happened in the war, because that was their war, not your war. And yes, so it, once again, Trek doing exactly what Trek does best. Oh, you just reminded me of something else. Mm-hmm. I just randomly today just started watching Way of the Warrior again. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I was just getting excited for the fact that I might be meeting J.G. Hertzler for the first time. And I just thought, I'm just going to watch the beginning of Martok. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it's Way of the Warrior. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not Martok, really. It's J.G. Hertzler, but it's not technically yeah. Martok. But I was just like, yeah, I've got to watch that. And I think I've got about... 30 minutes in and I was just like oh I forgot how just damn good this is this it's is brilliant. like a movie it's mm-hmm. like the you know unofficial Trek movie of that year yeah so much going on and the characters are just amazing the story's amazing so many layers of story and stuff mm-hmm. and I, I didn't even get past the one first official episode but I'll carry on Tomorrow. Very good. It's honestly, it's I one of like a broken record, but I was just watching it, thinking this is this is sort of. I know there's other good Trek, but it's as good as Trek gets. Like, how do you get better than that? Mm-hmm. Just everything spot on. Great characters, great actors, great story. Love it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it, I know I've said this many times before. But I consider it almost like second pilot for DS9. Uh, yeah. Because... Yeah, I, I was watching it thinking, like, if you'd never... Even if you hadn't watched TNG, mm-hmm. even if you weren't already a Next Generation fan and you watched that, it's the first time you've ever watched any Star Trek. They introduce all the characters well, like as if mm-hmm. it's the first time. O'Brien, Bashir, Dax, Kira, Cisco. Even Worf, if you didn't know who Worf is, like you know that he's he's from something in the past. He's coming back. He's in the middle of all this. It's so well done. But that was a very purposeful decision because they knew that bringing Worf across, it was going to mean that suddenly there was going to be a lot more eyes on Deep Space Nine that had never checked it out before. So mm-hmm. they they didn't want to lose anyone in translation. My app, as I call it, on this end is mm-hmm. scrolling up because it will not stop pausing itself. So I'm just using your audio. Okay. Uh, I just stopped it and started it. Now I'm on about eight minutes and. 30 seconds, it's not matched, I'm here, but 
Yeah, that doesn't match at all. We're at 10 minutes 55. Oh, God, okay. That explains all the pauses. Okay, I'm on 11.07, so hopefully that will fix it. Because at the moment, the outpost has just got its hanging frequencies. The explosions. Not explosions, firing. Guys, burning. Yeah. He just died. Okay. Oh, perfect. Well, not yeah. that he died, but... Shocks, Kirk. Same spot. Yeah. No. So, yeah, no, we're on the same spot. But no, that's... Once again, they've gone to this outpost. And, uh... No, they're getting attacked. And that was the first time that they've seen the Romulan ships for a while. Oh, so that outpost is the same outpost as what we're seeing... In Strange New World. Yes. But they just delve exactly. into it a bit deeper. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, no, because that outpost, the exact same things happen. It's explained the same way, but the Enterprise can't get there. It gets destroyed by uh, the Romulans. Mm-hmm. And the Romulans can only fire when decloaked. So yeah. suddenly they're gone again. And this is. I'm trying to remember. If this is the first instance that we have in TOS where we see a cloaked ship, so well, they definitely sold it that way on Strange New Worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm guessing it was on TOS as well. It's a pretty bloody cool thing. It's a it's a cool concept. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. whether you're a kid or an adult, and seeing that for the first time, it's like, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. The idea of a, a ship. You can't see it, and just suddenly it's there. Mm-hmm. Even years later, that that was on Way of the Warrior today, when the Klingons just say, like, oh, can we board? And they were like, yeah, sure. And then there's like 20 of them. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then also, just here as well, Kirk and Spock work out that they can track the ship from the energy consumption that it's taking of uh, like uh, the weapon mm-hmm. and they can oh this we have no check off at this point do we no we don't we are respectfully remind the captain what has happened the Romulans have crossed the neutral zone. Oh, for goodness sake. Sorry, my app is just pausing. Add to that the fact that it was a sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Mr. Stiles, are you questioning my orders? Negative, sir. I'm pointing out that we could have Romulan spies aboard this ship. I'd forgotten about that plot point. Respectfully recommend our decks maintain security alert. That they uh, suggested that there might even be Romulan spies on board the ship. Because then when they finally find out that, uh, the Rom- what the Romulans look like, he's like, yes, Spock, he's a spy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it works. Oh, it does. I don't know about you, but I'm still definitely uh, wanting to pick up physical copies again of the original series and all of the other series on Blu-ray because just to have that backup 
for I'm, when... I'm just I'm always torn with that stuff because I'm at a point in my life where I like to get rid of uh, mm-hmm. physical things, but at Here the same go. time, like it, it's Big definitely reveal. worth it for those things. But you like, I mean, like there's no Voyager on my on my app thing, and I always mm-hmm. constantly need to pick that up. Yeah. No, what? Spock looks just as surprised as anybody else. That's alright, it's a 15.34. Because the thing is, I love uh, having everything at the touch of a button for streaming and stuff. However, Paramount has shown that they can't really be trusted to leave things alone. So yeah, so as I long think... as things are on Blu-ray these days, like if if they made Voyager and DS9, for example, on Blu-ray, I'd jump at that. Yeah, I wouldn't hesitate to go and buy that. No, I think I am going to pick up um, the Star Treks on Blu-ray just to have them there for when I need them. What are you on now, timestamp? Leave any bigotry in your quarters. 1625. Oh, for Christ. Christ. <laughs> Kirk is currently uh, telling our uh, helmsman so, to leave Sometimes my thing acts up, but it's never acted up as much as it has. It's just bloody typical, isn't it? Probably oh, just yeah. because we're on Skype. It very well yeah. could be. There's... At the same time, yeah, well, saying that, it's not like us to have issues when uh, recording or watching. <laughs> no, never. Something visual had kept. Crying out loud. Extreme rate. I see a hurried pants there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I really think I can. Stay with them, Helm. Stay with them, Helm. So. I do love that. Uh, that emphasize... is a really short skirt, isn't it? Sorry, carry on. So, you're, I think you're in a totally different position than we are because at the moment, no, I'm when... sure. It it just as soon as it plays on mine, it just stops. Mm-hmm. Really annoying. You know what? I'm I'm gonna like switch my entire thing off and then try and catch up with you in a minute. Sometimes that helps. Okay. I, at least I've got the audio okay. on your end. Yeah. So, at the moment we've got uh, not Sarek, but the Romulans. Yeah. It's sort of this. <laughs> That's it. Leonard something is the. Mm-hmm. Or is Leonard his second name? Something Leonard. Mm. Yeah, it's his name. Spock's dad, but it's not Spock's dad. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, and I don't dare Google it at the moment. Piotr Leonard. Yes. <laughs> but, no, he's convinced that uh, the Enterprise is following Mark him. Is that right? Mark I Leonard, I think it might be. Yeah. I think he might be right. Just a guess, but yeah, I could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like that. It's either right or it's close. Mm-hmm. 
I've I've gone into another app on my little Amazon Fire Stick because that's how I use my thing. Mm-hmm. And I've gone back into it, so I'll just ask you for a timestamp in a second and then try and okay. join back in. Sorry about all this. But at least we're still with everyone and we're not disconnected like we were for generations. Do you know what? Another one I've got to rewatch again is uh, is the cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might even be worth a, a watch along or at least a a talk about it on the pod. I think so. I think that would be well worth a watch. And whilst um whilst we're uh, doing this, I'm also just flicking through my facts files to have a look oh, at the nice. page uh, for this episode to see whether there was any tidbits of information. Could you just give on me a timestamp, and then I'm going to try and catch up with you. Twenty minutes and four seconds. Thank you. That's not a problem. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm too well trained in my duty to permit it. Okay, I've paused on 2031 for all the good it is. I've got the mm-hmm. Enterprise on screen. Coming up on your screen. Yeah, it's got to be yep. with that music now. Got to go with that. Yeah. So, Zulu. Perfect. Yep. You're with us again. Sorry, so did you load up a different it. app, did you? I put on a different app and then put put back on the same app because sometimes it just acts up and it will behave itself a bit more if uh, I go on mm-hmm. something else. Oh, God, I had to say it, didn't I? Now it's <laughs> yeah, it hasn't behaved itself, has it, Jude? No, it really has I think it's just too many things running. The internet's not as good as it should be, but we'll get there. Maybe I can still this... hear your end. Yeah. So, and with it being like such a long time since we've watched it, I think it, I think it definitely does deserve another watch through. Because. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to watch this uh, in the next couple of days on my own. Mhm. Do you know what? It's not even just uh, this episode and the finale of season one of Strange New Worlds. There's so many little references and links between the two. Mm-hmm. And I really like that Strange New Worlds. Oh, yeah. I find it, I'm just going to be honest, I find it sort of surprising and disappointing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't like the show as much as he seems to not like the show. <laughs> You're what? Dominic Bellman. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I'm. To be honest, I'm surprised that he doesn't like uh, Strange New Worlds as much as I do. But at the same time, I, I'm okay with it because I personally love it. And I think it, it does his, a great job. His main. The only thing I've heard him say. His main problem with it seems to be my main reason for liking it. It's like, it's just copying the old shows. It's like, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> that's what we wanted, was not it? Like, you know, we've had enough crap the last few years. Like, I thought you would have been happy about that. I am. I'm mm-hmm. very happy about that. Oh, yeah. So, mm. 
interested in why. No, unfortunately, the uh, Star Trek Pax files, I don't actually give any sort of tidbits that we might not have known. It's just a synopsis of the episode. I agree. Attack. Never mind. Never mind. So, well done for checking. I, ju- I just thought there might be something. It's been a while since I've actually looked properly at the Star Trek Facts files. Just get Larry on the phone instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So. If the Romulans are an offshoot of my Vulcan blood, and I think this likely, then attack becomes even more imperative. War is never imperative, Mr. Spock. It is for them. I'm trying the same tactic I was before again. Missing from other apps, and I'm going to try and catch up with you, so I can hear it perfectly. If the Romulans retain this martial philosophy. Which is just such a shame, because I can hear and see, but it's such a good episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, I thought yours was pausing. No, 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 they're talking. Spock was just emphasising that if they are descendants of Vulcans, then attacking them is of the most utmost importance. They need to stop them. Yeah, we got that strange new world as well, didn't we? Where, uh, mm-hmm. It's not what it's like him to say that, but uh, makes sense. It's scenario. But the thing is, in Strange New Worlds, Pomic is much more resistant to uh, attack. Yeah, I like that, and, and the fact that we, we get the young Kirk and Spot the Green. Ooh, the Green. Yeah. I like that. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> Get a room, <laughs> you two. Yeah. All of the Kirk Spock shippers out there. Yeah. It's sort of a, well, we're going to have to think about it on a completely different episode, but it's, it's a sad, uh, we kind of saw that it was going that way, but it's a sad story that they paint. Right. Mm-hmm. I will be very soon. But it's like, have to accept his fate. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to, but it just makes sense. Well, in that episode, yeah, we've got to save that for Strange New World. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that next week. Yeah. I tell you what, Pike's hair on Strange New Worlds never shrinks down. That's for sure. <laughs> Still no. going strong in that last episode. Oh, isn't it just? It only gets bigger, that's for sure. Yeah. I wonder where that decision came from. I guess someone just said, oh, fuck it. Let's just have fun with it. I don't know. Well, I suppose the, the hair is kind of similar to, like, his uh, hairstyle in... Um, like the the guy's hairstyle in the menagerie, it's all pushed back the same. So they've kind of stayed it's huge. It's a good like three inches mm-hmm. off the top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. Did you give me a timestamp on your thing? So sorry to keep asking. Twenty six thirty five. Thank you. Oh, please stop pausing yourself all. I'm going to 27.08 and then I'm going to pause. 
Okay. You tell me when you see Sulu just looking into the screen. Into the I'll distance. tell you when I'm on 2708. Just Wait. Sulu looking at sort of nothing. Close now. up. Thank you. Other guy. Yeah. Screen. Yeah, screen. Excellent. Please, okay. please, please don't freeze now. We can only hope. Oh. No, it's freezing. Sorry. <laughs> I'll still sort of be able to watch it with you and everyone. Jude, I think we need to invest in Blu rays. I think so too. <laughs> Sorry, at everybody. Least, at least just for Star Trek. Considering we have a Star Trek yeah. podcast. Yeah, I've got my Back to the Future one on the shelf, and I've said I'll never sell that, and I think I'm going to be selling some Star Trek. But me being the, the snob that I am, I, I want them on Blu-ray rather than DVD, because I know I can pick them up for pennies on DVD. Box Dad. Yeah. Secret Ryan. So they've they've managed to fire and hit. Yeah, you definitely want to go with Blu-ray rather than normal DVD. But if you get the 4K DVD, that's the way to go if they exist. Not the series. Not the series. Blu-ray is as good as it gets. 4K is only on the movie. Yeah. You know what, the silly thing is, like, you know, as far as the pod's concerned, if I was probably watching this on the moment, it'd be hateful. Mm-hmm. I think it's because we're trying to do the watch-along while using the internet for two different things. Yeah, more than likely. So the Romulans have defloats and firing again. What a very colourful shit on the inside. Oh, yeah. And again, what's new to the US? Well, that's the thing. You've got to think, at this point in time, there weren't many colour TVs around, so most people were watching this in black and white. True, yeah. So they used very bright colours to have those different shades of grey. Yes, yes. And also, for the people that did have the money to have the colour TVs, they'd just be like, this is fucking awesome! Look at all those colours! This is so cool. Can you imagine the, the only TV in your house being black and white? I, mean, I can, because my first ever computer was black and white. I had a black and white monitor for my first computer. Yeah. No, so we. I had a little bit of a taste, not a TV as such, but you know, I was, I was very close to it. And then when I had my friends would have color ones, it was like, oh, so cool. But it wasn't long before we updated with everything. <laughs> I love that Kirk, em- Kirk embraces uh, Yum and Ran before, before the uh, attack. But yeah, no, we had a um, we had a normal colour TV in the living room, and I had a colour TV in my bedroom. But we always had a black and white TV in the kitchen. Yeah. So whenever we was watching Last of the Summer Wine on a Sunday or whatever, it was always in black yeah. and white. Back to his old course. Basically, 
be destroyed, Captain. I wouldn't make that assumption. Can you give me another timestamp? Yeah, of course I can. It's 31.03. My app thing is acting up beyond belief. Stay with Norman Randy. Mm-hmm. What was it, was it with that shot in the 50s and 60s where they'd always like put the lights on the main actors' eyes, but not on their nose or their mouth? It was such a popular thing back then with like yeah. the main star of the movie, like whether they're the the lead or whether they're the yeah, like okay, monster right. or something. It's a strange choice that they always did. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just because they call it the Grigor Pool back then. I guess so. Under the neutral zone in one minute. Do we violate the treaty, Captain? They did, Doctor. Yeah. Once inside, they can claim we did. A sign up. They want war, we furnish the provocation. We're still on our side, Captain. Let's get them while we are. And also, this is very much... Like a almost equivalent to like a submarine sort of story. It's like two ships. Like, oh god, yeah. So you got a lot of this stuff. Yeah. According to it's real, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, according to, I've just scrolled down, and that's the first thing that I've saw on Memory Alpha is the plot of this episode is based on the 1957 film The Enemy Below, with the Enterprise taking the part of the American destroyer and the Bird of Prey taking the part of the submarine. Yeah, may have to check that out at some point. So, be interesting to compare. And apparently, uh, when it was pointed out to uh, Gene Roddenberry of the uh, likenesses, he said, well, obviously, it's the same story. Yeah. So he didn't uh, hide away from it. I've made it now. You can't sue me. It's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's out there. Mm-hmm. Listeners are getting the audio. Well, if you're getting the audio. Yeah, I am. Then. It is time. They didn't carry on with those helmets in the 90s series, did they? No. I don't remember seeing them later on. No. Kind of questionable. Dodgy. And also, I think. Maybe at that point, them having um, helmets was maybe easier than having prosthetic ears for everybody. 
Good point, yeah. Because they definitely look like something out of a school play. Mm-hmm. So for Tia, they could make them in a school and just say, oh, got to give these to the Star Trek actors. So they can't put the prosthetic ears on. It might have been just might just might have been more cost effective to actually. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't be easy to make those prosthetic ears that actually look good mm-hmm. at that time, which they do. Yeah. On Spock and his pretend dad here, or his non dad. Yeah. Apparently, this is the only episode, the only time in the original series that the below decks phaser weapons room is seen. So we never get to see the phaser weapons room ever again. Ah, okay, that is interesting. Oh, by the way, I just thought I'd um, spit it out on this episode because if I didn't, I wouldn't be me. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of related to Star Trek and completely unrelated at the same time. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, I went to go and see the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yes. Which is animated this time around, CG. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Liked it a lot. And as I've brought up several times um, on the podcast, whether it be the original writers or all the writers since, they always find a way to get Star Trek references in there. Uh, because I think that Eastman and Laird were big Star Trek fans. Mm-hmm. There is a Star Trek reference in the new movie, which like had me laughing out loud in the cinema, which I'll tell you off the pod, but I won't mention it on Just the pod. Just in case anyone... few weeks. Yeah, in case anyone wants to see it, but uh, it's not just um, verbal. It's like a physical thing, is all oh, I'll say. Okay. But it was very funny and had me laughing out loud in the cinema. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And also, I've heard very good things It's about, very good. Considering how much you've disliked some of the newer... Oh, yeah, like the the Michael Bay stuff, I hated. Um, the last Nickelodeon series, the one where they're all sort of like hand drawn, but they all look all jagged and weird. Mm-hmm. Didn't like that one. But the one before that on Nickelodeon, where it's CG, that was very very good. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be, but it really was really good. That series, it went four series long. Yeah. Uh, but this new movie. Um, enjoyed it a lot and i've also found out um that it has a sequel being made already and it has a tv series coming as well which uh will be happening between the two movies between the first and second Mm -hmm. movie so uh yeah i'm quite happy about it excellent oh good but, oh, so, uh, but yeah, if you want me to tell you what the reference was after the pod, we'll I will. Yeah, no, I'm happy to do that. And funnily enough, to uh, continue to scroll on Memory Alpha, another point that comes up in mm. uh, on the costume section 
It says that the Romulan helmets shown aboard the Romulan bridge were designed to cover the ears of the actors. This saved the additional yeah, cost of creating prosthetic ears for each of the supporting yeah. actors. Fair enough. And apparently the uh, helmets were reused in a mock time on Vulcans. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And also on the Enterprise incident for the same reason. So to cover up the ears on the Vulcans, they also used it two more times to save some money. I had to say, have you not heard of wigs? <laughs> they all could have had really long hair. Yeah, Spock had long hair for half of one movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, sure. We are on 3940, no, 3950. Thank you. And the Enterprise is now firing bursts around where they feel the Romulans are. And the Romulans are taking damage. It all sounds good, but I can hear on your end, but I'm going to try and catch up with you. Trying to figure out how the Enterprise is yeah, locating. Yeah, it, it kind of mirrors the the new uh, Strange New Worlds, doesn't it? Very, very well. Mm-hmm. Or well, the other way around. <laughs> Strange New Worlds is mirroring this, but yeah. You know I mean. Well, yeah, obviously the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have old-style nuclear warheads? Because nuclear warheads were obviously the new thing yeah. at that point. So just to emphasize, this is the future of the old-style nuclear warheads. Same type as before, sir. Except one metal-cased object. Hell, hard over. Faces, fire, fortify, faces, fire! <laughs> Inside the ship. I think we're finally on the same spot. Yeah, the ship now, is. Well, I, I need to stop jinxing myself by saying it. They're nodding to each other. Yeah. The Romulans. Good. Yeah. Apparently, uh. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny. Go on. Um. Paul Schneider, who was like, uh, who was the writer for this episode, who obviously was credited with creating the Romulans, uh, said that it was a matter of developing a good Romanesque set of admirable antagonists that were worthy of Kirk. Apparently, he came up with the concept of the Romulans, which was an extension of the uh, of the Roman civilization to the point of space travel, and it turned out quite well. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, and in an interview, uh, the associate producer story editor John Black said that Schneider was the father of the Romulans, not Gene, not me, not anyone else. It was all Paul Schneider. And what does Gene Roddenberry say? <laughs> It was me all along. It was me, Schneider. <laughs> no, it's uh, so 
decision, aren't they, gentlemen? We wouldn't have ever had so many classic yeah. episodes. Some of our favourite ones. Yeah. Even the, the reason we wanted uh, Star Trek Enterprise to continue. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that, getting that to see... Drive that point where they like, oh, no, we're not going to carry on. No, because that's the thing. It would have been interesting to see how they used that because until that point, obviously the only interactions that they had with Romulans was over audio, not video. Yeah. So it would have been interesting to see that entire war going on with Enterprise. There was a bit in the Strange New Worlds finale. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it happened on this uh, episode of TOS, where they were supposed to have seen them on the camera, like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And they just said, oh, they're letting us see them. They want us to see them. Does that happen here? Is that I can't remember off the top of my head. No worries. Because it's been a little while since I've seen the episode. That's alright. But we do only have six minutes left, so you will find out very shortly. There was so much obvious makeup, like normal makeup used on uh, mm-hmm. this series. When you've got a good picture, you can really see it. Oh, yeah. So the Romulans do cloak again. Fire. Fire. I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing some purple smoke come out of the face. Oh, you're a few seconds behind see. us. Okay. Because the uh, the phaser weapons room has been compromised. So there was a Romulan spy after all. Okay, now I'm seeing the uncloaking. I'll just leave it from there for now. You see what spot. I mean about that shot on um, Kirk's eyes where they shine the Mhm. Yeah. And the Romulan warbird is dead in the water. Nice to also see uh, Uhura take the helm. Yes, yeah, that was cool. Everyone looks so young, don't they, compared to how we saw them at the time growing up when we. <laughs> well, that's it. When you think of like when we were watching T- uh, TNG and we'd see these guys in the movies they were like an extra 25 years on top yeah of this so serve to die. We are creatures of 
My screen's not matching up with your audio, but your audio is matching up with the Strange New Worlds mm-hmm. episode. Sure, very cool. I like that. That's some good writing, just that talking between the two of them. Oh, yeah. Even though it's a different captain. And the ship has self-destructed. But you don't get the fleet, do you, in in this, like you do in... No. Strange New Worlds. No, you don't. Saved my life. He risked his life, and after I, I saved a trained navigator so that he could return to duty. I'm capable of no other. Spock's a legend. That's just what he is. Take the compliments, Spock. Don't. Yeah. Don't just say, "Look, I would have saved anyone, even if they are a bigot like you." Yeah. Stay tuned, everyone. He's going to do our outro tonight. That Spock, that actual Spock. That very one right there. Yeah. Oh, my. But also, not an entirely happy ending. A happy couple no. from the beginning of the episode. Oh, sorry, I'm not seeing that. No. Stuck on Spock's fake dad. No. Oh, you're a good few minutes behind us. Do you know? I'm just giving up on mine. I'm just. I'm. I'm just going to listen to your audio and you now because my thing is screwing up on belief. Yeah. No. That makes any sense. We'll So they're casualties of war, are they? No, the uh, woman who was going to get married, she survived, but her fiancé died oh, from the attack. Sad. And I'm I'm guessing they changed that round a bit, maybe, for Strange New Worlds, but it doesn't matter because Spock's, because mm-hmm. Spock's uh, caught the blast. Yeah, well, we'll the find out. In, in every other version, isn't it? So. Mm-hmm. We'll find out next week when we discuss episode 10 of Strange New Worlds. Episode 10 and and kind of everything in between as well, I was saying. But we missed what we didn't review individually. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to do that. Just sort of casually go over the other ones. You can revisit them another time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think so. I think, and oh, it's I'm, be... I'm glad we did that tonight. But I'm, I'm so sorry to everyone listening to me just going, oh no, I'm timestamp, please. I'm two minutes behind. But yeah, but That's as long right. as they could hear what I could hear, like I could still follow it. And yeah. a lot of people will remember the episode better than we do. Oh, if it's TNG or awful. Deep Space Nine, it's 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 a bit easier. But with TOS, it just kind of just gets lost mm-hmm. sometimes. No, no, yeah, don't it just because we don't do rewatches of TOS 
as often as uh, TNG. I mean, Balance of Terror, I think that's probably the fourth time I've watched it, maybe. Mm. So it's, it's definitely watched far less than what uh, some of the other episodes are. I'm glad that now it plays an even bigger part in Trek lore mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say with, you know, coming up again in Strange New Worlds. I, I do like that they've done that. Yeah. Even though cool thing. even though it's a, uh, like a um it, it, even though it was already quite like an like a big milestone episode. Oh like definitely, really, yeah. Introduction so, yeah. of the Romulans, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So no and it will be um I'm looking forward to discussing uh, episode 10 of Strange New Worlds next week with you. And yes, me too, mate. And discussing that properly. Um but yeah, no, we just f- thought it would be a good idea to refresh ourselves on Balance of Terror before that. I know uh, sometimes we're not as informative when we're trying to uh, <laughs> watch an episode as well, so we do apologize uh, about that. Well, I hope other people had fun listening to it. Like I said, if as long as you could pick up Wayne's audio mm-hmm. of the episode. If I was listening to this, walking around, doing work, like I think I could still just about enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I think just about got there. No, I think so. I think so. And um, we, uh, maybe next week we also do um, get our quiz books out, do a trek off as well. Yeah, sure. We can do a bit of a track off next week. Yeah, why this, not? At this point, I think oh, we're... Probably a bit too late tonight, yeah. Yeah, we're coming on to time now for this episode. We need to get to Betty Buys. We Well, and the pod's like two hours. If you're not doing any editing, we're over two hours. Uh, no, we're, we're at an hour and 37, roughly. Oh, that's not what it says on my screen. That's just how long you've been on the call. Oh, I'm not seeing the recording then. Apologies. Yeah. No, no, that's just how long we've been on the call. Not sure. So. It, but it's letting me stop the recording if I want to press the button, which obviously I'm not going to press it, but it won't mm-hmm. tell me the time. That's strange. Odd. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, it's bottom of my screen. It's stop mm-hmm. recording, which got no good reason to do that. But mm-hmm. uh, but no time. Mm. Well, Other go. than yeah. the call itself. Yeah. No, so uh, I think that is going to be pretty much us for this week. And then we'll be discussing Strange New Worlds episode 10 uh, next week. I'll tell you what, though, after enjoying Resurgence so much, I'm very tempted to try and uh, like get together, like maybe trade a couple of games in or something to um, play the Star Trek Prodigy game, even though it's a totally different game. Yeah, I, I noticed that that was a thing. I've only watched a bit of Prodigy now, but I I have got into it um, for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not paid as much attention as I should have done because I've been sort of just playing it in the background while I got Cisco with me and stuff. But um, no, you definitely need to concentrate on it. And the thing is, as well, there are yeah, only it, like twenty to thirty well minutes. Mm. So you could easily do a couple of episodes a week. 
Oh, I did. I did watch a couple of clips of the game. I guess it's kind of an old school platformer, is it? Or it does or look like that way, yeah. Platformer, but it looked good enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, there's so many. Um, what, what what do you call them? Like uh, TV movie franchise games out there that are just awful. Mm-hmm. They really are awful with these things where they just don't give a monkeys. They just know that by slapping the name of a film or a franchise of a TV series on there, it'll just sell. Like, for example, I was playing one the other day with Cisco, like a new SpongeBob game or a semi-new SpongeBob game. It's just mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. But they know you'll buy it. I didn't buy it. I, I was playing it as part of the PlayStation Plus thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just... Oh, just nothing to it. And they've been doing that for decades. And it, it it's rare that you get a good one with uh, franchise stuff. Yeah. And that's what was refreshing about uh, Resurgence for us, just because... Yeah. I hope um, the, the makers... Are like, I've forgotten their name now, but I mm-hmm. hope they, uh, they get to keep on doing them because it was very well done. And I just felt like if they get more time, more money more games they can do even better yeah absolutely no i think so too but it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see how uh the prodigy game ends up panning out as well so and you're gonna you're look, looking to buy that are you or is it a part oh, of the xbox no thing? it's not a part of anything so i'd need to i'm just weighing up what i would need to trade in to try and get what, enough just like cex yeah yeah, yeah go for it yeah, see see what games I've got laying about that I can trade in to pick that up. So am I right in saying there was one, or was it two series, and then they cancelled it, but they've got the other one? Was it just was, one? They've done one series, and the second series is in the can, ready to be shown. Oh, but... that's criminal, isn't it? A whole series. Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. And also, they took Series 1 down off of Paramount Plus there and then. They never even left I've Season 1. I've still got all my dodgy apps, so if you need reminding of anything... Oh, no, it's, that's I'll absolutely you know. fine. But <laughs> I just find it criminal that they were touting themselves as the home of Star Trek. Oh, and then I know that. remove an entire series of Star Trek. It, it It's bizarre, actually, how with Star Trek and CBS and Paramount, there's just been this relationship for a while between the company the programs and then the fans where it's like they just don't respect it Mm -hmm. like even though it's made them so much money and it continues to make them so much money they just never respect it it's just bizarre i don't really get it very very strange that's for sure it's you wouldn't get that with disney would you where they're just like oh we like this we like this but uh that uh, Cinderella movie is shit. We're taking it off. Don't watch it. We're not selling it anywhere. It's crap. It's, it's just, just strange. It's very strange behaviour. And they, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say because they just don't seem to just respect the franchise. Yeah. I think is what it is. Like they'll put out shit like Discovery happily. For however many series but yeah no just very very strange but still i'm just waiting 
to me, I, I think Discovery is just another example of why and how they don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, to me, it's not Trek. Mm-hmm. It's just taking little, tiny little elements of Trek and just going, that'll do. You know, hopefully we'll get a new audience what likes this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, I'm all for getting a new audience, but, you know, appease, you know, please the audience that you already have and you've had for ridiculous amount of decades mm-hmm. you know not just our lifetimes but way beyond us yeah. it's not that hard and i think strange picard season three was great obviously but uh strange new worlds i feel like has done a great job of saying like okay this is updated we've got modern camera work um different you know updated things but we still got the classic writing and you know things that you love about it Absolutely. But funnily enough, I think Paramount do believe in Strange New Worlds enough because Good. it's actually, it, funnily enough, when I'm at work uh, on the bus, we have the radio on. And mm. it's normally hot just because our radio is really crap and doesn't pick up many stations. Yeah. And that's normally the one that has the best reception. And paramount have been putting out adverts for paramount plus and uh, they wow. have strange new worlds front and center on that oh. advert so i think they have seen like the change in tide for the positivity towards strange new worlds just out of curiosity like have you watched much of season two yet I'm, i don't know how much is out but i'm a hundred percent up to date and and what's that? How many episodes is that? Uh, the last episode that I watched was the musical episode. Oh, wow. And let's find it. That episode is episode number nine. So, oh, it was funnily enough today. Oh the episode 10 drops so whether that's going to be the series finale, finale i don't know yeah but yeah I so hope not. i hope they they stretch it a bit further for the second one but I, i'm fine with it if it is just 10 but so i'm guessing from your saying musical i know that they've got the uh uh lower decks crossover which is yep. cool they're doing well, a bunch of new different strange ideas but you've still liked it you've still thought it's i have absolutely loved it the thing is it's season two of strange new worlds has uh done what trek does best it's done some very serious episodes some very deep episodes some slightly silly episodes some outlandish episodes and like like fantastical episodes but the thing is oh great especially with uh, oh if if you was watching them back to back, I mean, hell, the last three episodes where we had the, it was the. Don't give me too many spoilers. No, I won't give you any spoilers. Uh, we had a, a one episode that was the lower decks crossover, which yeah. was like a fun, silly uh, episode. Oh, silly! It's going to be that, yeah. And then next episode is an episode that deals with war and ptsd mm. and then the next episode is the musical episode so those three yeah. episodes alone it's like 
emotional whiplash. <laughs> so, yeah. So well, was... season one was a bit like that at times, where you just didn't know what you were going to get. I was surprised, mm-hmm. you know, some nights where I'd be like, oh, God, I'll watch another episode. It was just like, what the fuck is this? I wasn't expecting this, but I'm enjoying yeah. it, but I oh. didn't expect it. <laughs> no, it's great. And the thing is, if, well, being a Buffy fan, uh, once more with feeling was a huge episode uh, in like in the entire run, which was the big musical episode that Buffy done, mm. and I absolutely oh, loved that, it and endured it. Yeah, yeah, but okay, they had one, and it won't be giving anything away to turn around and say to you that it hits a lot of similar notes to once more with feeling. Uh, where like people are um revealing more than they would like because of song and things. it's going to be a bit like uh, whatever it was psycho babble or whatever something like that where was it ds9 something along those lines i'm guessing i'm trying to remember the episode where people they couldn't talk properly they're just spitting out nonsense Oh no, it's not nonsense. They're in song. Oh in, in no, I'm not saying that, but they're just somehow they're not able to stop themselves from singing. I'm guessing instead yes. of babbling, they're singing. Exactly, and also but the thing is, they're singing about like their most like uh, feeling. um, biggest feelings and things. Yeah. So that uh, that's what they're dealing with, and it's a really really fun episode. I loved it. Yeah, I I look forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I really did enjoy it, and I'm looking forward to watching episode ten now that it's dropped as well. So, I I think I saw like a trailer uh, a couple of months back or a month back, whenever it was. Everything's so quick these days, and I just saw a couple of clips where like they're. They've got like massive guns and stuff, and I thought like, oh, that could be a bit different. But I just thought I'm not watching this. Anything mm-hmm. I like these days, whether it be a computer game or a movie or a TV show, when I see a trailer, I'm just I'm just not watching it. I just I just no. don't want to watch it. I don't want it to spoil. I'd rather just see it. It's the best way to be. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely the I best way to be. I don't know how many times I've been in the cinema, whether. I watch a trailer for a bad film or whether I watch a trailer for a good film, I just mm-hmm. always turn to Sarah and just say, well, I've seen it now. They show you like a minute and a half trailer where they pretty much put the entire film in it. Mm-hmm. You know, just cut up into sections. It's like, What's the point in going to see it? I've just seen every reveal, every twist and turn. What's the point? Yeah. Uh, honestly, Leanne says the exact same thing to me whenever... Uh, we're, we're, whenever we see a trailer, she's like, "Well, I don't need to see the movie now." Yeah, it's true. They they put too much in them, good or bad. Mhm. Oh dear. So, well, it's certainly a uh, subject for debate, that's for sure. Mhm. Um. So that wraps up this episode. Uh, just before we go, I want to say a big thank you to our patrons: Sven, Neil, Mike, Scarlett, and Darren. Uh, your support really does mean the world to Jude and I. So thank you so much uh, for Thanks, guys. helping us out. And we will be finishing up that uh, episode, uh, that film re- uh, review, and also the others. We'll do that before we do our next thing. Let, let's say that. Yeah. Let's let's get it done. Let's get yeah. it out there for them. 
Exactly. We'll get it that. It won't done. take us long. We could even record it at the same time, to be honest. Yes. Yes, we probably could. So we'll get uh, onto that soon uh, for you guys. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us everywhere. Uh, just search for uh, like at Trekmate1701 and you'll find us or just search for Trekmate on Facebook and you'll be able to you find us. You know it by now, guys. Exactly. So, uh, and also big thank you to everybody who's been leaving so many notes and feedback and that on the Facebook page, and that we really God, do appreciate. There's a hell of a lot. We really do appreciate hearing from each and every uh, one of you. It it, it makes me and Jude very happy. It does. Yeah, we really appreciate it. We yeah. we should do more on there, but you know, we just don't. <laughs> I always try and reply to everybody on uh, Facebook who comments on the podcast. Uh, yeah, well done. Thank posts. you for doing it for both of us. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it does it does make me happy reading some of the stuff sometimes. Yeah, so no, uh, please uh, keep that up because it does mean the world to Jude and I. So, um yeah, no so that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Jude Hawkins, and now we're going to hand it over to Spock. I am Spock. As a Vulcan, I lead with logic, but being half-human, I also have a heart, emotion, and I use that to my advantage. Use that to your advantage as well. Be logical, rational, and emotional. Stay creative, and you will live long and prosper. Greetings and felicitations. I need your advice, and I need a drink. You need advice from me? You must be kidding. I do not joke, Doctor. Spock, remind me to tell you that I'm sick and tired of your logic. That is the most illogical attitude. Buddy, you're a Vulcan, make an eyebrow raisin on your face, gonna be in Starfleet someday, you got green on your face, pointed ears graced, spouting big statistics all over the place. We will, we will spock you. We will, we will spock you. Buddy, you're a tall man, thin man, flying in a ship, gonna take the universe one day. You work in space with Captain What's-His-Face, waving tricorders all over the place. We will, we will spock you. We will, we will spock you. Buddy, you're a smart man, science man, every seven years going through pawn for that day. You got green in your blood, Kirk's your bud, putting McCoy back into his place. We will, we will spock you. Sing it! We will, we will spock you. Everybody, we will, we will spock you. We will, we will spock you. Dazzling display of logic. Annihilation gem. 
total, complete, absolute annihilation. Doctor, I am in command of the Enterprise. Live long and prosper.